Hello, and welcome to Goodnight Moose, where you can tune in for a light morning start, an afternoon nap, or even a nice cozy in for the night with a bit of story time. I'm so glad you're here. Today we're going to continue our chapter book series, The Lost Fairy Tales by Anna James, and today we will be reading chapter 13. Let's settle in, breathe deep, and dive into our story. Chapter 13. What great teeth you have. Okay, so we'll just maybe try to get her to turn back or not listen to the wolf, Tilly said as they followed the girl into the woods. Great, Oscar said, stumbling over tree roots as he tried to read the story all the way through. Okay, so it just says, as she was going through the wood, she met the wolf. Can you see anything? No, still just her, Tilly said, peering into the trees. Okay, and then the wolf is too scared to eat her because there are woodcutters nearby, so he runs ahead, eats the grandmother, then waits for Red Riding Hood. Then he eats her. I guess these are the darker fairy tales that Clara was talking about, Tilly said. I can see why they changed it in the other versions. I guess we should warn her, Oscar said. Should we catch up and talk to her, maybe? This is your idea, Tilly said. Your idea, your plan. Fine, let's catch up then, Oscar said. But before they could reach her, a lanky wolf loped out of the trees onto the path, stopping the girl in her tracks. Oscar pulled Tilly off the path and behind a tree, but Little Red Riding Hood didn't seem scared in the slightest and greeted the wolf with a curtsy as he circled her on the path. "'Whither are you going?' he drawled. "'I am going to see my grandmama,' Red Riding Hood replied politely. "'To carry her a cake and a little pot of butter for my mama.' "'Does she live far off?' the wolf asked, licking his lips hungrily. "'Oh, eh?' the little girl said. "'It is beyond that mill you see there at the first house in the village.' "'Well, I shall go and see her too. "'I'll go this way, and you go that, "'and we shall see who will be there soonest.' "'And at that the wolf ran back into the trees "'and disappeared from sight within seconds. "'Okay, I don't want to seem rude, "'but is she completely daft?' Oscar whispered to Tilly. "'Does she not know he wants to eat her?' Apparently not, Tilly said. But quick, we need to tell her so we can all get to her grandmother's house before the wolf. They headed back onto the path and quickly caught up with the Red Riding Hood, who was ambling along singing to herself, picking flowers and getting distracted by passing butterflies. Excuse me, Tilly said, tapping her on the shoulder. The girl turned around, but just as when she had encountered a talking wolf, didn't seem especially concerned or surprised. Why, hello, would you like to know where I am going? You should probably stop volunteering that information, Oscar said. Just a tip. I am going to visit my grandmother. She lives by the mill, which you can see just there, and it's the first house you come to after that, she went on. May we come with you, Tilly asked. Why, of course, and it is such a beautiful day to be out in the woods. Don't you think we should go a little faster, Oscar suggested? You did just tell a wolf where to find your grandmother. Yes, he said we would see who would get there the quickest. What larks? 
I think his plan is to make sure he is the fastest, Tilly said, trying to stay calm. I don't want to upset you, but I'm not sure that the wolf is going to simply say hello to your grandmother. I think she might be in danger. From the wolf, Red Riding Hood said, astonished. Why ever would you think that? Well, he's a wolf, and wolves eat people. You think he means to eat my grandmother? She gasped, putting a dainty hand to her mouth in shock. Yes, Oscar said impatient. That's what wolves do. Goodness, Red Riding Hood said, chucking her bunch of flowers over her shoulder. I suppose we should get going then. This path is actually a direct way to the village, but let us hope Mr. Wolf encounters something to slow him down on his way. Finally, Tilly said under her breath. By the way, what's your real name? Red Riding Hood looked blankly at her. Why, everyone just knows me as Red Riding Hood because of my red cloak. She stopped and twirled around as she said it. Tilly and Oscar stared at each other in disbelief. It's a lovely cloak, Tilly said, but we need to keep moving. And we meant, like, what is your real name, Oscar pushed on. What did your parents call you before you had your red cloak? Do you know, I'm not sure I've ever been known any other way, she said, confusion momentarily flitting across her face. I suppose I must have had another name at some point, but I can't think of it all. How strange. She shrugged and the bewilderment vanished. Oh well, you can call me Red for short if you wish. Tilly doubted whether they had any chance of beating the wolf to Red's grandmother's cottage, but as they turned a corner, the trees started to thin out, and the mill itself came into view, a cottage tucked just behind it. There it is, Red said. Oh, and there's Mr. Wolf. The wolf was prowling around the cottage walls. Oscar, quick, Tilly hissed. Distract him before he knocks on the door. What? Oscar said, horrified. How am I supposed to do that? If only we could somehow get inside and warn her, Red said, still seeming to lack any particular urgency or fear. That's a brilliant idea, Tilly said, suddenly realizing that was exactly what they could do. She found the line in the story where the wolf knocks on the door and grabbed Oscar and Red by the hand. Let's fast forward a little bit. Suddenly they were inside the cottage, hearing the knocking outside. A frail-looking woman was lying in a bed, staring at them, and a warm fire burned in the grate. Tilly was about to try to explain why they had just magically appeared inside her home when the woman spoke. Red, how kind of you to come and visit your ill grandmama. Why is no one surprised by any of the seriously strange stuff that's going on, Oscar whispered to Tilly. My dears, will one of you kindly open the door? I think someone else is here. Perhaps it is that handsome woodcutter who has been visiting me every once in a while. Maybe we should ask who it is before we open the door, Tilly suggested hurriedly. Who's there? she called. Your grandchild, Little Red Riding Hood, came a bizarre, high-pitched squeak which sounded nothing at all like Red, who has brought you a cake and a little pot of butter. How curious, Grandmama said, for you are in here. I wonder who it could be. Red, won't you go and see? Goodness me, these people, Tilly said, standing in between Red and the door. It's the wolf out there. He wants to come in and eat us all. We mustn't open the door. 
Oscar came and joined her, and they peered out of the window from underneath a corner of the lacy curtains. The wolf paced in front of the door, looking over his shoulder, presumably for Red. Do you think he'll give up and go away? Oscar asked hopefully. I doubt it, Tilly said. He looks pretty hungry, and eating these two is basically his whole motivation, so I'm not sure what else he'd do. I'm trying to think of what happens in the other versions of the story. This version does mention woodcutters existing, so could we sneak out and try to find one? Maybe, although... Their whispered planning was abruptly interrupted by a swish and a thwack and a howl. Oscar and Tilly looked out of the window to see a girl wielding an axe and standing over what looked to be a rather dead wolf. This girl didn't look much older than them, but was wearing black woolen pants tucked into knee-high leather boots, with a sturdy tunic over the top. As well as the axe she was holding, she had a sword tucked onto her belt. Her black hair was woven into tight braids, keeping it away from her face, and around her shoulders was a burgundy red cloak. If she wasn't in here with us, Oscar said. You would say she looked like Red Riding Hood, Tilly said, and they turned to look at the girl in the cottage, who had gone to sit on her grandmother's bed. Grandmama, what great arms you have got, she was saying. All the better to hug thee, my dear, Grandmama said, gathering Red into an affectionate embrace. And what great ears you have got. That is to hear the better, my child. Tilly and Oscar looked at each other in disbelief. She has totally normal-sized ears, Tilly called over, and actually quite frail-looking arms. She went over to the bed and waved her hand in between Red and Grandmama. Well, guys, she said, it's been an experience meeting you both, but the wolf situation seems to have been dealt with, so we're going to head home. Goodbye now, dears, Grandmama said, and Red didn't even seem to notice them leaving. What great teeth you have, she said merrily to her grandmother, who trottled along with her. Tilly and Oscar pushed open the door cautiously, aware there was a girl with an axe on the other side. Hello, she said cheerfully, wiping wolf blood from the axe blade. Hello, Tilly started. Who are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm Red, she said, holding out the non-axe-holding hand to shake. I see you had a wolf problem. The end. I hope you enjoyed Goodnight Moose, and I can't wait to relax with you again soon. Until then, rest well, have plenty of water, and don't forget to fill your cup of self-care. <laughs>